0: Welcome to Unbreakable Latina. Hi guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host Melina. I hope you're having an amazing Monday and I hope you got the day off today like I did. And if you didn't, I'm so sorry. I hope you get a day off soon because you deserve it. You've been working way too hard to not deserve a three-day weekend. I was really looking forward to this weekend because I had such a rough week. And let me tell you guys, so work has been crazy like always and Throughout the week, I pushed myself to go to the gym every day, which I'm very proud of. So for a while, I was working out on my lunch break, but it just felt rushed sometimes. I mean, I still do once in a while when I have something to do in the afternoon, I'll do a lunch workout. But lately, like traffic's been horrible and it just doesn't give me enough time to go to the gym, come back, eat my lunch and get back to work. So I started going after work and at the end of working like a nine hour shift or eight hour, whatever it is. Sometimes I need a little pick-me-up, and I am not one to drink energy drinks. I've never even liked the taste, and my mom would always be like, they're bad for your heart, whatever. Well, anyways, I discovered these Celsius drinks. I'm sure you guys have seen them, or you probably take them, but the first time i drank it i was like whoa like i pushed really hard on my workout and then i saw my costco so i was like let me commit, and i'll get a box of them so i would like drink them um, not every day but once in a while i have them there they've been sitting for a while and they did help me like stay up for like new year's eve and christmas eve because i'm an old lady me gusta dormir so they kept me energized so this week like i said it was a really um tiring week at work so every day i had a celsius uh, right like maybe like at 2 p.m i would drink one i'm like so i could power through my workout you see, i was working out hard and everything but then i started like feeling really weird at the end of the night like i started feeling anxious and i was like oh my god this is how anxiety used to feel because i haven't felt anxious in a long time and me sentia bien mal and i was like oh i mean i've been stressed but like why do i feel like this and then i was talking to my friend ruben and i told him that I had been feeling like anxious at the end of the night, and I don't know what was wrong. And that every time I ate, I felt nauseous. Y se me quitaba la-, la hambre, and then at night I was waking up like at three in the morning and just like sweating. And I said it might be the Celsius drinks that I'm drinking. And then he told me that when he used to take pre workout, he started feeling like that, like really jittery, really antsy, and anxious. So I came to the conclusion that I'm a little sensitive bitch, <laughs> and that I can't drink those drinks. They do too much for me, because when I previously were, were drinking them, it was like days where I was like, really, I couldn't like keep up because I was so tired. But these days, like I was tired, but como que me gustaba that I was like sweating a lot in my workout, and I guess it gets like metabolism going. But they are not good for my body and I will not take them anymore. I have a few left. I'll probably give them to my coworkers because that's all they drink all day. (laughs) So I did a little research, you know, a little Google research about these drinks. And I was like, are Celsius drinks bad for you? And a lot of articles that I read were saying that you shouldn't have them. Every day, like once in a while, I was okay. And I was having these every day. So you can only imagine how I was feeling. I was nauseous, like my stomach was hurting. And I read that it's healthy, like the amount of caffeine it has. It's healthy to have daily. However, if you're someone who suffers from high blood pressure ang- or anxiety, you may want to be more conscious of the amount of caffeine you're consuming. So not only was I consuming these Celsius drinks, I was also drinking coffee. So <laughs> So, if you're a girly that drinks Celsius drinks and you're feeling a little weird, a little nauseous, now you know why. And um yeah, I don't recommend once in a while. But pero. I, I was going a little crazy, and that's why I kind of had, like, a rough week, too, porque no estaba durmiendo bien, trabajando bien duro, going to the gym. But now I know what was wrong, and now I, like, I stopped drinking them, I think, on Thursday. So, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was able to sleep good, and, like, I don't feel sick anymore. Ahora comí mi breakfast, mis huevitos con frijoles. Like, nothing happened. I ate it, me lo saboreé, estaba muy rico. And yeah, that was my adventure of the week. I just want to give a huge shout out to everyone who has bought merchandise for Unbreakable Latina. It honestly means so much to me. And you guys almost sold me out last week. So right now I only have three Unbreakable Latina tote bags left three stickers, eight large shirts, and two extra large shirts. So if you want to take advantage of another sale that I'm going to do this week for free shipping, um, you could use code EPISODE54 and have free shipping. That way I could clear all the merch and make new one. I'm so excited. I have so many ideas. I posted on my story on Instagram, like, what kind of merch do you guys want? And a lot of people said they want beanies, hats, sweaters, and what else... Uh, keychains, air fresheners, hasta calzones. When uh, jokingly, I put like, okay, would you guys buy this underwear? And I kind of just made like a picture of an underwear with the Unbreakable Latina podcast logo. And people were like, no, I'm not gonna buy that. But it was a joke, guys. I'm really not gonna make underwear. That'd be kind of weird. Like, I don't know. Maybe quién sabe el rato ahí van a traer su Unbreakable Latina tanguilla. So growing up, I didn't really experience anything like going to. Professional baseball games, soccer games, basketball games, nothing like that. I didn't do sports. Um, I also didn't learn how to snowboard, how to ski, how to swim. So, a lot of different things. So, I've really made an effort to push myself to do things that I've never tried before because I don't know, I might be good at it. So, about two years ago, I st- went snowboarding for the first time. And I was super scared to try it, but then I went and I really liked it. Even though I fell a bunch of times, I enjoyed it. My little sister helped me and my cousins and everybody's was like rooting for me. And I ended up getting like all my snowboarding gear sometime last year. And every time that my cousins have gone recently i haven't been able to go so a friend and i went yesterday and i was really nervous because snowboarding is a type of sport i think you have to consistently do for like back-to-back days to pick it up it's not something that you could or maybe if you're like amazing you could pick it up right away but it takes practice and you have to use muscles that you don't even know that you even have so we went and the first run was a little like okay, let me get used to this. The second run, I was like, oh hell yeah, like I got down faster. And the third run, I don't know what happened, but as I was getting off the lift, I ate shit. <laughs> I ate shit, and as soon as I hit like my knee, like I knew that it was gonna bruise. Medolia el alma. At that point, you're you're like adrenaline so high that no te duele tanto. So I kept going down and I I already felt like the pain. On my last run, I kneeled for a quick second and it was hurting. So I told my friend like, hey, I'm gonna sit this one out. Like I'm gonna go get some Powerade and you do you and I'll wait for you. But as I sat down, like I felt my knee, like I just put my hand on my knee and I was like, oh, that one's gonna hurt. So it started snowing like pretty hard. So we decided to leave. And as we were leaving, we get on the shuttle once we get into the car i'm like wow my knee really hurts and i raise up like my snow pan and then my like leggings and my knee is like purple and i was like whoa like that looks so bad thankfully it doesn't hurt when i walk but when i showed my mom last night she's like oh my god i knew she i was like don't freak out i'm fine like it doesn't hurt and I showed her and she was like, hi que te voy a poner sabila, and this and that. So, i me estaba curando mi mamá, <laughs> y no entiendo. But you know what? ¿Quién me quita lo paseado? It was fun. I'm going to get it one day. Next year, I have to get the season pass so I could go all the time and get good at it because it's one of my goals in life. Like, I've seen some little babies do it. I've seen some older people do it. And I'm going to get it. I promise you that. And... Don't give up on your dreams of being a professional snowboarder, even with bruises on your knees. <laughs> so on this week's episode, I wanted to talk about speaking Spanglish because it's something that people shame us for speaking and I hate it because in my household, we speak Spanglish. I will start talking to my mom and say, "Okay, oh, hay de comer? Did you make carne with chile and rice and beans? <laughs> but it's been the norm in my household to speak like that with my mom and even she does it herself one time I remember a friend of mine was over and they were like wow you guys really speak spanglish straight up I'm like yeah that's just how we talk but growing up I remember my dad would be like and I remember being so confused because spanish was my first language but then I started learning English, so I would always get shamed for speaking Spanglish or cuando iba a México and I pronounce something wrong, they would make fun of me. And if I'm in at work or something and I pronounce something wrong, then people, my excuse now is like, well, Spanish is, is my first language, English is my second, that's why I can't pronounce right. It's like my defense mechanism, I guess. But anyways, I think that we should stop shaming people for speaking Spanglish because si somos de aquí, de allá. On one of my episodes, I believe it's episode 16, it's called Ni de aquí, ni de allá. I talked about how sometimes I don't feel Mexican enough or American enough. But throughout this year, I've thought about it and I'm like, why is it so bad to speak Spanglish? I'm bilingual, I'm bicultural, I speak both and... Honestly, it's fun to speak Spanglish, but the other day I was talking to two of my coworkers and we were talking in English and then we would throw in some Spanish words and... I thought to myself, man, I found my people, like these are my people, I could relate to them, they get my jokes, they understand my Spanglish, and I just felt like a sense of I belong here, but unfortunately we do get shamed a lot for speaking Spanglish, especially by like our older generations, they tell us like, they call us no sabo kids, I don't like the term no sabo kid, because this kid sees sabo, (laughs) But I grew up speaking two languages and translating for my parents and switching back and forth. How am I not supposed to pick up Spanglish? And it's not something that I learned. It's just something you start doing. When people shame us for speaking Spanglish, it feels like they are telling you who you are is not okay. And even though some of our parents might not understand our aunts, uncles, grandparents... What they don't get is that we don't have the same exact culture as them. We have like a new culture where we still are in touch with our roots. But we're also creating this new culture of Spanglish speakers who speak both languages and use the language, the two languages in the same sentence. And that's okay. There's no shame in that. But because no one's going to get it until they actually live through it. We shouldn't have to shame anybody for speaking that way. I think Spanglish is beautiful because sometimes there's certain people that don't know how to speak any Spanish at all with their Spanish-speaking relatives. And they use Spanglish to try to understand each other. Why would we want to shame someone for trying to communicate with their loved ones? And I know a lot of people shame people for not learning Spanish but like in my family I have a lot of cousins who don't speak Spanish but they do understand it they just don't speak it and the reason is because they didn't take bilingual classes I took bilingual classes when I was younger and my parents um, my dad only spoke Spanish and my mom spoke Both, But in order to communicate with us, they primarily chose Spanish. And with my cousins, they had their moms who only spoke English and their dads who spoke both. But to communicate, they used English so that way the mom could understand. So it's just different for everybody. So if you're a Spanglish speaker and you have felt shame for speaking Spanglish, um. Stop feeling shame and let's normalize it. I feel like lately there's been more acceptance of Spanglish because with like music, right? It goes from like... Spanish to English and I think that's beautiful because finally there's some representation of who I am because I always felt like I wasn't so proficient in English like there's certain words that I don't know what they mean I'll have to look them up and sometimes I would feel a little shame for I I'm not gonna lie I kind of felt a little dumb when some of my friends would say certain words I'm like what does that mean so I had to google it thank god for google (laughs) but I realize it's because my brain is like always thinking in two languages and that's okay. So please remember not to shame anyone for speaking Spanglish. And if someone is trying to shame you, tell them that they would never understand (laughs) that you are part of two cultures and now we're creating our own culture that speaks both beautiful languages to communicate with our loved ones. And no one's going to get it unless you're going through it. I hope that you guys have an amazing semana. Look at me speaking Spanglish. But yeah, um, we are who we are, and we shouldn't be ashamed of being part of two cultures because we're bilingual and bicultural. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know it's a little shorter than usual, pero más vale tarde que nunca. Um, don't forget to crush those skulls this week. Oh, I was going to tell you guys too. I don't know if some of you follow Gabriela MC... Who her name is Gabriela Cervantes. She's the owner of Postres. She has Empresaria Society. She's an author and a public speaker, but she's so funny. Follow her. If you don't follow her, I'll put her Instagram link below. She talked about cycle syncing and about working out according to your cycle. And I kind of looked at it, but I didn't really pay attention. And then I went back and looked at it. And then I found this app called 28. So on the app, it tells you at what phase you are in your menstrual cycle. And there's four different phases. There's menstrual, follicular, and two others. I can't think of the name right now. But throughout the cycle, you're supposed to do different types of workouts. Like when you're on your menstrual cycle, you do more like rest, walking, yoga, and when you're on the follicular, cardio-based, and running, dancing, the other phases, like hit workouts and, like, weight training. Anyways, look into it. I think there's a book on it that she talks about. I have to really, like, do some more research on it. But it makes sense because sometimes when I'm on my period, I honestly don't feel like working out, so I'll just force myself to walk and there's a lot of like TikTok girlies talking about how cycle syncing has helped them improve like their body goals. So look into that and download the app. Um, I'll link that below too on the show notes. But anyways, I kind of been following that and I felt pretty good about my workouts. So I don't know if it's in my head or it's probably the crack that I was drinking the Celsius. <laughs> But I'm going to try it and see how it goes because your girl wants to be hot girl summer ready. Now that I'm finished recording, I'm thinking of all the things I wanted to talk about. And usually I have these like, notes where I write down all the stuff I want to discuss. And this week, like I said, I was so busy that ni didn't But I wanted to tell you guys that if you haven't watched Insecure on HBO, you should watch it. Angela kept bugging me to watch it. I finally did. And I'm obsessed. It's like such a good show. And it shows you what it's like to be in your late 20s, early 30s. And I'm like, wow, like. The feels, all the feels because I could relate so much to the characters. And if you haven't watched it, you should watch it. I hope you guys have an amazing week and don't forget to put in your orders. Like I said, only a couple tote bags, stickers and shirts are left. Use code EPISODE54 for free shipping on the website. I'll put the code in the show notes as well. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Follow me at Unbreakable Latina on Instagram and TikTok at Latina Podcast podcast on Twitter, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye!